0: You don't throw away the bourbon industry just because Rebel Yell is out there, okay? Kirby, I found the simple life. it's so simple, when I jumped out of that road, so I could have a record with you, episode number 115 <laughs> of the Promo Upfront podcast, I'm one of your co-hosts, Bill Petrie, with me as always, that's right, the commander of the keyboard himself, the one and only Kirby Hossaman. and Kirby, how the wedding week are you?
1: <laughs> that is, a, I like that, how the wedding week, yeah, uh, I am i'm doing well i'm doing well uh just trying to keep uh, more balls in the air than normal i, l- I love when when uh, things are going uh, hectic kind of enjoy yeah. that um this is a little more than normal so i'm doing well yeah. trying to keep all those
0: plates spinning how are you buddy I- i'm doing well um uh, we'll get to it at the end of the podcast it was not a great football weekend for me at mm, all yeah, from, um yeah, but uh I love this time of year the weather's changing and I there, there, we in middle Tennessee we get so many of these deliciously perfect days mid 70s during the day and low 60s at night it's just that time of year it just makes life easy and it got me to thinking Kirby <laughs> you know feeling. one of the things I love about about our sponsor today which is evans we've talked about how blown away you and i are be uh, at their approach that they take working with distributors their singular focus on making it as easy as possible for their distributor partners to work with them has really made quite an impact and i know as a distributor yourself kirby i know you're a huge fan of how easy evans makes it to work with them
1: yeah, absolutely, and I, I think that the key here is that you know, in nobody has to replay the last couple of years to understand how hard it has been to be in this business, mm-hmm. both sides of the business, of course. Uh, my daughter started, and and I at one point I said, if you can survive this time, then you will come out yeah. of this feeling really, really strong, and so of course we're looking for suppliers that make our lives as easy as possible. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited whenever we talk about Evans because of that.
0: Kirby, that's, that's well stated, but let's be honest. Why the hell should anybody take (laughs) your word for it? In fact, why should they take my word for it? That's that's two very fair questions. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you would agree that one of the most uh, effective and impactful marketing tools is the client testimonial. And I've got a couple I'd love to share with you and our audience of three about Evans and why they're so remarkable. Here's one. Evans is a wonderful partner. They communicated throughout the order process. I Hmm. love that intentional communication. Yeah. Second one. I always enjoy working with Evans among the best in responsiveness and attention to detail And we say it all the time how we're in a relationship industry, and we are, but we're also in a big-time attention-to-detail industry, and Evans keeps that going. The third one, and this is my favorite, working with Evans is easy and seamless. And in an era where all of us are looking for a more frictionless transaction, I love that Evans is doing that. These are some powerful testimonials. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Distributor. When you're ready to work with a partner that makes it so easy to work with them, people are moved to give them glowing testimonials. Look no further than our friends at Evans. You want to learn more? (laughs) Fake laughter. Actually, that was real laughter. You know you do. Head over to evans-mfg.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. Now, Kirby, this is episode number 115 of the Promo Front Podcast. You have the upfront section, so we're going to talk about something promo, and I am giddy. Like a Girl Scout on Cookie Sunday, let's have it.
1: Yeah, so I, this is something that uh, quite a few people in the industry have been talking about. Um, many of you know that the uh, that Fast Car Company uh, published an article in the last week or so, um, mm-hmm. essentially saying that we need to do away with cheap disposable swag. Now, I don't want to like rehash this entire topic because I think that there have been some great pieces of content out there. Yeah. My take on this is, mm. I was actually excited about that. I was excited about the way that our industry responded. Uh, PPAI right. did a really nice article. ASI came out with something. CommonSkew wrote a, a like a dissertation, beautiful thing with Bobby and Mark um, that they wrote. Uh, I saw a podcast with Rich Graham where he was on there talking about just kind of responding to the idea that we want to, you know, get rid of the the. the Fast Company says that they want to get rid of cheap disposable swag. And I love – my first take on it was I just love to see the pride and sort of the responsiveness of our industry. I'm not sure that was there 10 or 15 years ago because I I feel like there's a renewed sense of, hey, what we do matters. So that's exciting. But my take on it, I wanted to kind of jump in because the whole thing is they want to get rid of – the the article's author wants to get rid of um, trade show merchandise that – is wasteful. And mm-hmm. as I think my friend, Rich Graham said, no shit. Of course, the, the, the kind of merchandise, the kind of swag that doesn't hit the mark that ends up in trash cans. Yeah, of course. Right. Okay. But that not all inexpensive merchandise is like that. But what she's doing is saying, look, the worst of our industry is bad. So you should get rid of the industry. And I'm like, well, that's mm. great logic. So I wanted to give us the yeah. opportunity to look at other industries that because of their very worst, we should get rid of the whole damn industry. Okay? So I'm <laughs> going to give you a couple. All right. And yep. you can jump in whenever you're ready. All right? So for I example, um, email. Some people mm. spam. Mm. They send out unsolicited emails. So email marketing should, of course, get rid of it away forever. Get rid of it. Right? Yep. Yeah? Okay. Get rid of it. Okay. Okay. Um, loud used car sales, like radio and TV ads, those are really annoying. So I think all marketing that happens on radio and television obviously needs to go away, right? Out the door, get rid of it, done. Okay. Canceled. <laughs> How about um, articles in magazines that are repeated, that, you know, lazy journalism, that's clickbaity. Since some journalists do that, we should probably get rid of all magazines as well. So yeah. those are my yeah. three so, examples so far. I've got others, but I didn't know if any pop here. Yeah.
0: yeah, well, some journalists like this journalist who recycled, uh, for the most part, an article that was written two years ago that prompted great response from the industry. And like you said, let me touch on the first thing you said. Yeah. I love right. the gal- galvanizing of our industry uh-huh. when things like this happen. And I can't remember the author's name. I think it's Elizabeth something or other. I I'd really Elizabeth Sagran, I think, is correct. I believe you. um, you know, she wrote an article very similar to this two years ago. In fact, when I first saw it, someone actually called me out on the promotional products page. Hey, Bill, what's your take on this? We'd love to see you write something about it. And my first thing, and I actually wrote it and then had to change it, I glanced at the article and go. This is just a repeat of the same article of two years ago. Right. That prompted great response from Mark Graham. They were on, uh, she was on a SKU cast. In fact, she was even invited to speak at a skew event yeah. about this. And I felt like there was this meeting of the minds. And then this article, and then I read it again, realized it's just an updated version of that article. And I don't know if she was tied against the deadline or, or whatever. Um, but it's, it's, it annoys me. And I think your analogy is a delicious one. It's perfect, right? You can't always throw the baby out with the bath water. And that's what she's advocating here. None of us like ineffective promo. None of us like to sell crap. That's not helpful in furthering the messaging of the client. That's not what we're trying to do. Do we always hit the mark? Absolutely not. We're human. And that's part of the human condition, right? When we make mistakes but you don't throw away the bourbon industry just because Rebel Yell is out there, okay? <laughs> you, you don't throw away the music industry because Millie Vanilli was a thing once and uh, once upon a time. You don't throw away the throw away the movie industry just because Top Gun Maverick was made, oh, right? Stop. You have to. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but you don't throw away the movie industry because of Ishtar, right? Uh, a famously horrible, horrible movie. So. I, I think it's important that we, we look at what we're doing and try to minimize um, the negative effect of bad promo. And I think as an industry, we do a pretty good job of that. So kudos to, uh, so I ended up not writing something because by the time I, I started writing things, Mark and Bobby from comments, yeah. you had already responded Tim Anderson Anders from ASI had already responded. And I'm like, what am I going to say that those guys haven't already said? Right. So I, I, I'm 100% with you here. I, it, I don't get the point of the article, especially again, after the outcry from two years ago, I felt there was this meeting of the mind. So I was gobsmacked when I saw that it was her writing this article again or, or recycling an article.
1: Yeah, and so this is this is one of those audience participation ones for me. So if you uh, Mm -hmm. want to give us some in the comments, I would love to hear the things that we should get rid of because there's something bad. So, for example, my Mm -hmm. other example is you know government agencies are sort of famous for coming out and saying, okay, we're not going to do merchandise anymore because we're only wasteful, which is fine as long as you say that government agencies that don't use our funds wisely, we have to get rid of the whole government. And so again, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Like you said, it's just not great business.
0: No, and maybe we should get get rid of clickbait because that's what that article was—nothing more, nothing less. And honestly, she won. We're talking about it. So is Rich. So is everybody else. So. Mm congratulations uh, fast company for being really great journalists bill said sarcastically okay kirby so there's an event coming up october 10th 11th and 12th wanted to chat with you about it. it's called brand together mm-hmm. from brand chain now if you're not familiar with brand chain it's the former uh, psda that's what they used to be called it's kind of the print services uh equivalent of ppai uh the events in orlando and it's intended really for distributors Um, A lot of print distributors and promotional products distributors getting together. And what they're wanting to do is create a better distributor relationships uh, to better serve clients. Mm -hmm. And they want to help distributors learn the why, when, and where, so they understand the full spectrum of brand solutions. And what I really love about the event, I mean, that's the event. You can find out more if you want by by Googling brand together uh, or uh, brand chain, either one. But what I really love about this is the idea behind the event is to do something that historically in our industry people have avoided like the plague Um, and and that is um, cooperation over competition Mm. and i really think that's such an important thing that we've really realized for example I'm on the business services side of the industry. I serve both suppliers and distributors. Now I'm not, you know, I, I don't really exist in the world of PPAI, but <laughs> uh, joking, of course, but I do collaborate with uh, some of my competitors. I, I do collaborate with Charity Gibson. Mm-hmm. I do collaborate with the boys from Soapbox. Yeah. I do collaborate with Jason Noakes from Promo Pulse. And that's important for me, it makes me better. It sharpens my skills. What was the old saying? Iron sharpens iron. And I think that's important because I'm able to help them. They're able to help me. It's kind of like we're our own board of directors. Yeah, And I think that's such an important thing. Wanted to get your take on that, Kirby. I think it is
1: something that has gotten a lot better over the course of the last five or 10 years in our industry. I remember um, I just literally just had this conversation yesterday. It's funny that you're bringing it up. Um, I remember when, um, you know, I used to be with Halo, you know that. And when I left, I felt like I was on an island and most of the competitors in, in the area were much like that. It was like, Oh, I can't tell you who I'm working with. I can't, I'm right. like, dude, I know all the people you're working with. <laughs> like, It's right. And I, my whole philosophy is like, guys, there's plenty of business out here. As long as we all do it right. And if we all do it right, like all do it better. We all win. We all win. I was, and I was like, nobody thinks like me. And then, our buddy, our collective buddy, Dana Zezzo introduced me to Mark Graham, Mark Graham introduced me to Dan- Danny Rosen. And, and like, it was like, Oh, okay. And that was when I became, you know, no, uh, I, I learned about promo kitchen. And it was like, in that moment, I was like, Oh, there's a whole group of people out here who actually believe like I believe. And so that, that is exciting to me. Um, And the better we do that the better the industry gets. Um, Recently, I actually had a guy um, who is in a town, you know, downtown, 45 minutes away. Um, I was engaging with him on LinkedIn and kind of encouraging him and sharing when he needed to um, hire and stuff. And he called me and said, he's like, I want to have lunch with you to see if you're for real. He said, because nobody acts like this. And I'm just yeah. like, I, I, there's just plenty of business out here. We don't have uh-huh. to free. Everyone knows that State Farm buys pens. We don't have to scratch the right. logo out when we put a picture well, on promotional products professionals
0: and you've heard me rail against that for years it's the silliest thing and it's a great (laughs) example of that old mindset in our industry and i love exactly what you said kirby rising tide lifts all boats and and i was gonna talk about the catalyst where i think this did the tipping point where this happened and you kind of touched on it to me it was the formation of common skew really Mm. i think Mm. because that community as a um as an as an entrepreneur's kind of resource and solution for back-end office and technology, they encourage collaboration because they built their own ecosystem for distributors to collaborate with distributors. Danny Rose is a huge part of that. So again, yeah. part of that, that genesis, I think you're a big part of that too. When, when I look at back at the tipping point of when did that really start happening? And then I go, of course, absolutely promo kitchen. So love what uh, Brand Chain is doing. Uh, with brand together. So if you want to check that out, you can certainly do that. You know, Kirby, I was so fired up with our first conversation. I forgot to hit the button right here to amp up the podcast. So, Hey, distributors, (laughs) is your marketing working? If you can't answer with a hell yes, then you need to reach out to Promo Pulse. They can help you consistently amplify your sales through stunningly beautiful outbound marketing that's so easy to use. You customize it, you said it and you forget it in less than five minutes. That's right, kids. Learn more at promopulse.io slash amp. All right, Kirby, do you have another topic for us? Yeah, um, and this I
1: think this will be hopefully cathartic for both of us. Um, so, Uh-oh. It so, feels like a, we're
0: very cathartic today.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, you mentioned it in the open. So my, my daughter's getting married uh, on mm-hmm. uh, Saturday, of this, so tomorrow yep. as this drops. Uh, two days later, my youngest moves to Colorado Springs. Um, you know, we, we just purchased a company, and so we're putting sort of mm-hmm. that together, and uh, the, you know, building a house and all that stuff. So I say all this to say, well, high stress um, in in the Kirby, uh, Kirby's verse, um, and so yep. I, and I know that you are living through uh, some additional stress with the promocations, which is super exciting. Yeah. Um, and obviously, brand of eight, and you know, life, mm-hmm. and kids moving off, and all that stuff. So, sure, high stress. So, I'm looking for tips to de stress. Um, mm-hmm. so I thought maybe I could give you a couple, you could give me a couple, and and then obviously the yeah. audience can jump
0: in. Mm-hmm. And if they have any, oh, yeah, there are never enough good ideas for how to relieve stress. So, uh, you put me on the spot, but I, no, I'm gonna I, I can go, go first top if of you mind want. if that's okay. Yeah, no. let's go stream of bill consciousness and see what kind of trouble I can get into. (laughs) Okay. I love it. (laughs) Number one, stress reliever for me. And this is going to sound weird, but it's really serving others. I could Mm -hmm. talk about cooking, which I love to do. I could talk about uh, making people cool, fun drinks, which I love to do. I could talk about, you know, things like that, but it all really encompasses doing something that's completely for other people. I love that. So at the end of the day, you know, I have a busy day at work. Sandy has a busy day at work, but a lot of the times I I cook and I clean up. I don't mind because that's a stress reliever for me. I get to focus on something completely in a service way. So that's number one for me. It just kind of gets me out of whatever I'm thinking about. Okay. Number two, step away. When I'm feeling stressed in the middle of the day, I know that I will accomplish what I need to accomplish. So walking away for a half hour, 20 minutes, an hour to watch something on TV, to take a walk around the block, to go lay in my hammock in the backyard, just to walk away, get away from computers, get away from screens, Mm -hmm. it refreshes me, it renews me. And I find that that's a, that's a big stress reliever. And I'd say number three for me is music. Mm-hmm. When the, the, I, 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 this is the way I, I have music on a lot when I'm working. And a lot of times I don't, if I'm really trying to write something, I can't have a lot of input. That's just not how I work.
1: Right. But if
0: I'm answering emails or doing something uh, from a graphic design perspective, I have, I have a lot of music on in the more stressed I am, the more aggressive I want the music. So if I'm really stressed out, I want uh Metallica, I want Tremonti, I want Motley Crue, I want some really hard, heavy Van Halen. And that but and it's loud, there's no one in the house. I just can just completely blast it out. And that helps me in a weird way, too. So those are the three ways that come top of mind to me. I know there's others. Let's hear yeah. some of yours, Kirby.
1: Cool, yeah, uh, and and again, uh, audience participation. Please feel free to let us know mm-hmm. yours. Uh, for me, number one is exercise. Um, uh, I yeah. find that it helps my brain, helps my me deal with stress. And exercise, you know, might you kind of alluded to it might be walk around the block in the middle of the day. I, you know, part of my morning routine is really just take some steps in the morning, get my head head space clear. Um, so right. any kind of exercise really helps uh, me. Um, the thing that This is going to be weird, but uh, future planning. I think that what I mean by that is Mm -hmm. I think like so many times we spend so much time in the weeds and that's where we get stressed out by it. But for me to be Mm -hmm. to spend some time and intentionally create my life. Six months to a year from now, I Mm -hmm. that gets me excited rather than stressed. So that's that. And then the third one is one I struggle with, Mm -hmm. and that's meditation. Um, I find that it's like I when I'm not doing that as a, as a part of my morning routine, that's it, that's when the stress builds. And ironically, it's also when um, I'm like, "Well, I don't have time to do that. I've got to get too many things done, so I don't take time right. to do the thing that will help me. You know, when I can de-stress, I think like more that. creatively and all that stuff. So, so those are my three: yeah. exercise, future planning, and meditation. So, those are those are mine. I'm
0: I'm gonna add one more for me that works. Okay. The thing I know best is brand vane. And so, when I'm feeling really stressed, lost, maybe sometimes that stress leads to like, I've got three things to do. I don't know where to go. And I'm kind of bouncing around here and there. I will focus on my own marketing. So, Mm, we've been doing this campaign at Brand Debate. You know, things we're not good at. It's something I find funny. You know, you wouldn't want us to craft a, a brew of beer because it'd be terrible, but we're good at marketing and branding and coming up with the graphics for that and the things for that. It's such a stress reliever for me because I know it. I know it intuitively. I don't have to really think about it. And I just kind of, it's almost like I turn my brain off. So that whatever creativity does live up in this melon comes right out. Yeah. Um, I do find that to be kind of a stress reliever too. As, yeah. as, and I do same thing for promocations as we're thinking about, Josh and I are thinking about you know what contests to run and things like that. So yeah. that that does help me too, believe it or not. And so it's kind of a double, a double, uh, kill two birds with one stone. I'm I, <laughs> I feel like my creativity flows better, but I'm really just kind of letting it flow as opposed to trying to force it.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, getting like taking action by getting things out of your head and, and just ta- yeah. doing the next right thing often. You know, like a lot of times for me, it's like that stress comes in the, in the middle of the night. And uh, I had a really uh, person who worked for me said something really wise one time. And she said that everything's always darker at night. And obviously, yeah. I was like, oh, that's actually really because it's like something that I can't sleep. I'm so stressed about. And then I wake up in the morning, take action. I'm like, oh, this wasn't that big a deal. I just need to do something about it.
0: Yeah. You know, another thing I think that helps me stress wise is how I plan my weeks. I intentionally have the majority of my meetings Mondays and Tuesdays. So I get into the week and it's, it's heavily front loaded.
1: Yeah. Okay. But
0: that's when I'm at my freshest. I just got off the weekend. I'm Mm. ready to go. I'm, I'm alert. I'm attentive. I'm engaged. And then at the end of the week is where I really try to focus on if I have meetings, great, that's fine. But I really try to have that's the time where I'm, I'm my creative stuff. Um, the graphic design and things like that, where I'm kind of like ready for the weekend, but I've got a lot of work to do. So I I intentionally craft my weeks. So I'm hopefully at my best in both areas at Mm. the right times. That's cool. So I have these days that I look forward to. It's like, I have no meetings today. I've got work to do, Mm -hmm. but I've got no meetings today. Yeah,
1: no, I like that. Well, cool. Well, like I said, I would love to hear any other stress relieving that isn't, you know,
0: Me too. beer,
1: (laughs) beer and sitting by the fire. That's what I've been doing a little bit more of. And so
0: any, any, any suggestions, you know, that's my weekend stress reliever. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that's my weekend stress reliever. So speaking of something that wasn't a stress reliever, let's talk about our gambling for good. We are now (laughs) on week three of our football picks last week, both Kirby and I went three for three um so uh we we are uh neck and neck i am ahead seven games to six in curb in this little thing again for if you're listening for the first time kirby and i are betting three nfl three college games throughout the season uh each week not against the spread just straight up heads up victory and uh the loser at the end of all this is going to um uh, make a donation to PPEF. Now, we actually got a request. Uh, how can other people be part of this? And I oh, thought right. about this. And Kirby, I meant to talk about this with you beforehand, but too bad we're doing it on the air. <laughs> I just I think if it. all you need <coughs> – <coughs> excuse me. Still, I've got a little lingering COVID cough a little bit. Um, so I think – if you want to participate, email either Kirby at kirby at Marketing dot com or me, Bill at brandevatemarketing dot com. You need to email us by Tuesday at five o'clock Eastern time that you're interested. We will get you the games, and you're going to have to return your picks to us. We'll read them on the air. I think that's the easiest way to do it. Love it uh, for anybody. We'll have a guest pick of the week starting next week. I have a feeling Josh Robbins is already <laughs> crafting his email to us now. All right, Kirby, we've got some. <laughs> We've got some good games this week after a rough week last week. yeah. Let's start with college. We've got Brigham Young University ranked number 12 against the Oregon Ducks, ranked number 25, and that is at Oregon. Who do you got? So one of the things I said last week is I'm going to go with the home team a lot,
1: but I cannot get yep. the taste of Oregon getting stomped by Georgia out of my mouth. So I'm going yeah. BYU on that one.
0: All right, Kirby is going BYU. I am also going with the Mormons on that, so okay. we are in a line there. All right, Kirby, this is a SEC battle. You throw out the records when these two teams play. Both of them are unranked. This is Mississippi State Bulldogs at LSU. That's in Death Valley in Baton Rouge. Who you got? Who you got?
1: Yeah, with when you throw out the records and all that sort of thing, you know what I don't throw out? The home field advantage, yeah. LSU.
0: Okay. I I am going with the Mississippi State Bulldogs all day long because my son goes there. Yeah. I had a few. All right. This, this is a tough one, pal. Uh, Number 13, (laughs) number 13, Miami going into college station to play my beloved Texas A&M Aggies who somehow are still ranked after getting blown out. Uh, The score did not indicate how not close that game was getting blown out by division two Appalachian state. So, uh, Miami at number 24, Texas A&M, who you got?
1: I really struggled on this one uh, because, again, I know Texas A&M is a really tough place to play, home of the 12th man. Like, is I, it? Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to – and so – and the other thing I was thinking is, man, they're going to want to bounce back. They're going to want to really uh, – yeah, I'm picking Miami. That's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> okay. I am going to go uh, – I'm going with my heart, not my brain. I'm going to go with the Texas Army Aggies on that one um yeah that'll be a tough game to watch uh saturday night all right kirby let's go to the pros thursday night game so by the time this posts we're already gonna know where we stand uh los angeles chargers at the kansas city chiefs yeah this is i actually think it's gonna be i'm i can't wait to watch this game i think this is
1: gonna be really fun yeah. um Yeah, this was a tough one. To me, this is a heads up. I actually went and looked up what the line was. I know we're not betting against the line, but I wanted to go with what Vegas thought. And so Vegas favors Kansas City. And so I'm taking Kansas Mm -hmm.
0: City. All right, I am taking the bolts, the chargers there. Seattle at San Francisco. Boy, you throw out the records when those two play. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think Seattle gave their their super bowl
1: last week when they played Russell Wilson i do not believe in them i'm taking san francisco even though i'm not a believer in trailers
0: I- I am going with the uh, Northwestern Highlighters there. I am going with the Seattle Seahawks. So a lot of differing games this week. Okay. All right, Kirby, Monday night game, Minnesota at Philadelphia. Once again, you throw out the records when these two teams play. <laughs> uh, yeah, I
1: I really flip flopped on this one. Um, I I liked what I saw in Minnesota I, I, when they beat Green Bay. I'm just not sure if I trust it yeah. just yet, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna lean okay. with Philadelphia because they are at home and I think they need it worse and so i'm going with
0: them the eagles i'm going to reluctantly i'm going to reluctantly take the eagles as well i usually wish nothing but failure on most philadelphia sports teams the eagles included but this week um i'm hoping to make it make it easy on me and and let me win speaking of easy kirby (laughs) those are our picks uh those are our picks again if you want to participate shoot us an email we'll uh for a nominal nominal donation to ppef let's call it 25 bucks you can participate in in this little fun all right kirby speaking of making it easy that's right we are our sponsor today is evans manufacturing They make it so easy. People, I I literally have a list of testimonials that of hundreds of testimonials from distributors, just like you, Kirby, that are so thrilled to be working with Evans because they make distributor lives easier. So you want your life to be easy. You want those frictionless transactions. You want that communication. You don't have to ask for it. It's just given to you. Head over to evans-mfg.com. You're not gonna be sorry you did at all. Now, Kirby, I only have one thing to say.
1: I live my life like there's no tomorrow. All I got, I had to, Kirby.
0: And that'll do it for today's promo upfront podcast, kids.